This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You know how everything seems like a good idea after you've had a few? Mm, yeah, that's this show. It's time for Dukes and Bell. Oh, someone told me it's the Black Beverly Hills. Is that true? Driving in Atlanta just got a whole lot more bearable. Welcome to the party, pal. Hi, everybody. Carl Dukes and Mike Bell. The names that mean goodness. Say my name, you know who I am. Carl Dukes. I drink and I know things. Oh, don't question my authority thing. King Kong ain't got on me. Sometimes you just got to call somebody, and I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, ah! And Mike Bell. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. Hope you guess my name. Bring a pitcher of beer every seven minutes until somebody passes out. And then bring one every ten minutes, right? Get ready for the best five hours of your life. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Don't believe me, just watch. This is Dukes and Bell. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. You know what? Why don't we start doing the stuff that other guys have done on other radio shows around the country? No. no. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Atlanta, what's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. Hope you are having a great day. The Falcons' quest to hire a new head coach continues, and we've got the latest for you as there is new news literally as we come on the air today. And we're going to talk to our buddy Josh Kendall, Mike, in about uh, 15 minutes here. He covers the Falcons for The Athletic. Um, the latest is with Harbaugh, okay? Um, there are a couple of guys that already have second interviews. Some are already done. But the Harbaugh thing is interesting because we feel like, hey, you got to do this. You, right. you got to get a second interview with Harbaugh. You did it with Belichick. See where this goes. But, Mike, the interview was supposed to be today as reported. Mm-hmm. Now they're saying it might happen tomorrow. And you believe that it may not even happen tomorrow. Yeah. Now, look, one thing about the Spanos family, and Randy was talking about, because he played for the Chargers back in the day in San Diego, now L.A., they are known as being thrifty. You know, they don't throw the money around. No, they do. Look, there's an obligation in the NFL. You've got to use your cap space up to 89%. So they've, had, they've tied, as we said the other day, so to some big contracts with some guys who can't stay healthy on that team. That's part of the reason they've been in some trouble. But this is a guy I think is going to be demanding not to be the highest paid coach in the NFL. Now, because you don't get coaches' salaries the way we get everybody else's salaries in the sport. We don't get in their pocket as much, Carl. I think it's north of $20 million. Well, I mean, you buy that, or it's certainly north of fifteen. No, Belichick was getting 20 Mike, right. with, uh, with the Patriots. So, those two will be, wherever they land, the two highest-paid guys if Belichick ends up coaching somewhere or if Harbaugh takes one of these jobs, which we think he is. 
But yeah, absolutely. And I just I don't know if the Chargers are going to be willy, willing to pony up that kind of money. It's one thing to say, listen, yeah, we want a Super Bowl. It's another thing to say we need to pay our quarterback, you know, $200 million or $230 million. It's another thing when you go, if we get the coach wrong and we pay him this much money, we'll be changing coaches anyway, and I don't know if I want to pay $20 million to to a coach. I mean, the Chargers are just not that organization. I would tell you there are organizations that would be willing to pay that money if they needed a coach, but I don't think the Chargers are. So we're going to see what happens, but the deal is – is Harbaugh going to get this second interview or not? See, the thing is, and, and Arthur Blank, look, he didn't get to be a billionaire by being stupid, but, uh, you know, and look, he's made some money. Everybody kind of took a hit during COVID. I think Arthur's net worth, not to put his money on the street, Carl's worth over $8 billion. Yeah. Tepper's obviously the big money man in the NFL. He fired Matt Rule with $40 million left on his deal. Which is crazy. And now he's paying Frank Reich not to coach. So, I mean, but, but I don't think Arthur wants to go down that road. But I just feel if you want Harbaugh and you want Belichick and Vrabel, too, I don't think Vrabel comes necessarily cheap either you know, if we're getting down to brass tacks. So, speaking of Vrabel, he's reportedly interviewing tonight, okay, uh, with the Falcons. Where that's going to happen, we, we don't know. But tonight is supposed to be the night. The other thing is Texans OC Bobby Slowick is going to have his second interview tomorrow. Now, I said this on Twitter, and, and I don't start rumors. I just put it out there. There are certain guys in this coaching pool that I think they think of highly, more highly than others. I think Slowick is one of those guys, and I get it. Many of you, like Mike and I, we prefer a little bit, maybe a little bit more experience, a right. little bit more seasoned uh, guy to come in here. But if a guy is wowing you and you feel like he gets it and he knows what he's going to be doing, you can't limit yourself by saying, I'm not going to hire a first-time guy or a guy that's been a coordinator just for a short period of time. So we will see where that goes. Raheem Morris had his second interview in person. That was Tuesday night. Uh, Evero, who's the Panthers, the D.C., had his second interview in person today. What that means, Falcon fans, is that the Falcons are now Rooney Rule compliant. And they've had two interviews with two minority candidates in person, which is required by the league. And now, Mike, if they wanted to, they can hire whoever they want right now and move forward. But I don't think it's going to happen. Well, I mean, I know that there's fans out there that are just so bummed out because we've run it up there with uh, assistant coaches. And, and, you know, look, the, the Arthur Smith was the only fail of coaches that Arthur Blank hired who'd never been a head coach. You know, Morrow went to the playoffs. We already talked about Smitty's resume. And, and Dan Quinn took you this close to winning the championship. But, you know, I think – the, the thing that happened after the uh, you know Sean a, after Sean McVay became the hot property, everybody wanted a piece of the Rams. You know, if you look at the resume, just real quick, Carl Zach Taylor, he he advanced to his he was quarterbacks coach before he got the Bengals head coaching job. Correct. You know, Mike McDaniel, you know, was like head dishwasher just a couple of years before he gets the Dolphin job. So I, he was I, not calling plays with right. Shanahan. But Slowick, I think when you get any when you're in the Shanahan orbit. I don't think there's there's many bad things that come from that, other than you know not having the presence of mind to take a knee and kick a field goal. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I mean, Slowick is not as bad. I just think guys, you got to get away from the fact that we got burned with Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith failed, as Carl pointed out yesterday, because we didn't have a quarterback, and I think at times he was his own worst enemy with play calling. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. We'd love to talk to you and love to hear from you. Follow Mike. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up. See Dukes in this radio show. Dukes and Bell, 929. And, of course, follow the radio station at 929. The game. Big O's producing today. He's also our executive producer. Turtle's going to follow us tonight at 7. Filling in for John Tuckery. So uh, make sure you stay tuned for that later today. But no turtle today. And this hour is brought to you by the Man Cave Store. For family, friends, and fun, visit mancavestore.com. We mentioned Josh Kendall's going to join us. He'll fill us in on all of the things that he knows in regards to these interviews and and what may or may not happen. But I'm not going to be disappointed, Mike, Mm. at this point 
if the, the Harbaugh thing and for whatever reason the second interview doesn't happen. Because all along, I thought we should have been ahead of this, right? I, I right. felt like he should have been the, – the energy we put on Belichick should right. have been the energy we've been put, we put on Harbaugh. I'm with you. I just think oh, – Harbaugh! Harbaugh! I think that, you know, and it's been well documented. I mean, I threw it out to you the first day it was he was available. I just think Belichick's always been in Arthur Blank's crosshairs. And, you know, as we spent a lot of time yesterday on Rich McKay's role in the organization, whoever is talking and working Arthur off the ledge – towards Belichick, that's a good thing. But now, because we're Rooney Rule compliant, we've had two minority in-person interviews, we could hire Belichick theoretically right now. So I, I hope that's not the case, but I'm with you. I think they I think they should go to the mats, to the 11th hour with Harbaugh, and, and get, in, and get a bidding more so be it. It would be so, I just think, electrifying, and I know there's a lot of guys out there, like, you just don't like Harbaugh because you don't like his personality. I'm telling you guys, who else would you rather, of all the guys out there, right, just real quick, of all the coaches, who else would you rather have working with a young quarterback? Slovak did a great job with C.J. Stroud. Here's a guy that you saw what he did with Kaepernick, what he's done with McCarthy at Michigan. Who else would you want to see? Nobody. Because he's proven it. With different types right. of quarterbacks. At Stanford, too. That's the thing. Yeah, he had Andrew Luck. I mean, give me a break. He's done it with different types of quarterbacks. And so when you say, well, what about this kind of guy? Doesn't matter. He's shown he has the ability to do that. So I'm with you. But I just don't – at this point, I feel like this is a 50-50 proposition with Harbaugh. I want him to do the second interview. I want them to wow him or, or figure out where he wants to go. Because I said this. We know what Belichick wants, power. We don't know what, what Harbaugh wants. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he wants the same things and what's important to him coming back to the NFL as to what's important to Belichick taking over another team in another franchise. Right. 404-726-0929. We're going to talk plenty about that. Uh, Bucks have hired Doc Rivers as their new coach. We left the show yesterday. That was news, Mike, the Hall of Fame mm. uh, in, in Major League Baseball. Uh, we're going to talk to our buddy Grant McCauley coming up a little bit later on. Listen, Andrew Jones, for those of you who didn't ever see him play, just trust us on this. Right, He's a Hall of Famer. And the fact that he comes up short again, 61% on the ballots. He needs 75%. He's got three years of eligibility left. I'm hoping that in those three years, that number continues to climb, and ultimately he gets honored the way he should with the Hall of Fame. There's no debating Andrew Jones, in my mind, is a Hall of Famer. Now, the thing is, what drives me crazy, and I, look, you, you still got to hit the baseball. It's the hardest thing to do in sports. I get it. Andrew probably struck out too much. We had conversations with him a couple years ago about his approach, and you know, low and away seemed to be the ice-cold zone right for Andrew too many times. But, guys, 4 to 34 home runs, and he wasn't juicing. And he was the most electrifying defensive outfielder. I just think when you get, and we'll ask Grant about this, all this nerd crap, all these acronyms, the wins above replacement, how many games did Andrew Jones save you with his amazing glove ability, right? It's true. Then you throw in, I know the, the benchmark is 2,000 hits. He's at 1933. The thing is, and I, I don't want to take shots, but it's hard not to. Put Andrew Jones in Colorado, and you think, you look at Todd Helton, Larry Walker winning a couple of years ago. Carl, those numbers are so, in my mind, elevated playing in Denver at altitude. And, and when those guys, oh, they just go right in as if there's no second thought about it. Andre Jones is one of the most exciting players of that generation. And he's go not. outside, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the crazy thing is. Not that, to mention Murph, but that's another argument. No, it, absolutely it is. I, I think the Helton thing, you know, um, they've only been around, what, 31, 32 right. years. I'm talking about the, the Rockies. This is not an old franchise. And for the first time. You now can talk about a guy, and Todd Helton, he was the face of that franchise, by the way. And you can talk about a guy that deservingly, whether you can, you know, want to debate, we can, but 
he was their best player for 10 years. And 2,500 hits. For know, 10 years. Again, 2,500 hits and the average. I mean, he just he, look, he checks the boxes. I get it. But to me, it's like, you know, if you're going to start moving things around, because for years a lot of baseball fans said, you know, you kind of look at – you almost look at Colorado with a mental asterisk for some. But the guy, you know, he batted 316. He's got 2,500 hits. You know, he was an all-star m- numerous times. He's going to go. But I just think if you put if – you, if you want to start moving things around on the board, because that's what drives me crazy about all Halls of Fame. It seems like it's a moving target, you know, and the goalposts get moved a lot. Sure, sure. We're going to talk with Grant about it. All right, coming up next, Josh Kendall's going to join us from The Athletic. Arthur Blank said there was no timetable to finding the next head coach. We'll let you hear that sound bite from him coming up. But a lot of second interviews. Are any of these going to turn into a hire potentially in the next few days? We'll talk to Josh Kendall coming up next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It is a fluid situation with our Atlanta Falcons. It's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hope you're having a great Wednesday. Uh, We are going to talk with our buddy Josh Kendall from The Athletic right now. And, Josh, Mike and I got in to the studio today, and we were talking about this Harbaugh thing. What do you think is going on there? Is this just leverage? Is he going to have an interview with the Falcons at some point? What do you think about the Harbaugh situation? I think that – you know, is he going to have an interview with the Falcons? I think that's probably 50-50 at this point. Um, I think the Falcons, my understanding, would, would be amenable to it. Um, I think it's possible that it could happen in the next couple of days. I also think it's possible that this is a bargaining um, position with um, Jim Harbaugh and his agent, John, Don Yee, as it relates to the Chargers. Um, I think that it's possible that Jim Harbaugh is – uh, Jim Harbaugh might fly into Atlanta today simply to make a point um, and fly right back out, or he might fly into Atlanta mm-hmm. and talk to the Falcons. Or I, you know, good luck. I don't know if y'all spent much time around Jim Harbaugh, um, but good luck figuring out what that fellow's going to do. <laughs> and that's the thing, Josh. We all know the history in San Francisco where he wanted more personnel control, went toe to toe with Trent Baalke and split. Uh, would he be very similar, or just uh, or identical to Bill Belichick as far as control of the personnel department? 
identical. I don't think so. Um, I don't know where his head is at in terms of that at the moment. Um, I feel like, you know, he, he's a guy who thought, um, I mean, he clearly wants to be, seems, seems to me it's clear that he wants to be back at the NFL and has for a while now. Um, and I think he thought he was going to be last year. So, you know, if, if, if he begins to sense that this is not as easy as just raising his hand and saying, somebody hire me, um, I, I think he might be ne- willing to negotiate some, some personnel control, as I think he should be, because one of the things that we heard Arthur Smith say this a lot, and I think it's a very fair point, the game moves so fast, you know, because you were an NFL coach. I mean, how, how long has it been since Harbaugh was in the NFL? I think Harbaugh's an excellent coach, but how long has it, has it been since he's been in the league? It's been a while. The game has changed. Things have moved. This is a constantly evolving beast, um, the NFL. So I think that he would probably need somebody, need a little more help than Belichick um, and understand that he needed a little more help than Belichick. Josh, uh, what do you make of Texans OC Bobby Slowick? He's getting a second interview uh, tomorrow. I'd like someone a little bit, but a little bit more season, you know. But at the end of the day, it's about the right candidate, right? It's about the feel. If he has shown the ability that you know, hey, I can lead a team, and you like what you're hearing, um, I, I just that's an interesting guy, just because of the year that he had with the Texans. Yeah, well, I mean, let, let's be honest. Bobby Slowick is a coin flip. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Bobby Slowick is a great offensive coordinator. We have no idea what he would be as a head coach. It's it's a coin flip. So. Um, you know, in some ways, you know, are you hiring th- this cycle's version of Arthur Smith, the young play caller um, who has no head coaching experience? You know, I, I would argue that, that Arthur handled that, you know, the head coaching responsibility pretty well in a lot of ways, but it didn't work out. So, you know, I, I think with any of these coordinators, Mike McDonald, who I think is an excellent defensive coordinator and, right. and is, is my pick among the coordinators, if you were asking me to pick a guy out of that group, is right. the guy that I'd probably pick. But, you know, I, I don't base that on anything more than, than, you know, kind of a hunch and the fact that he has worked for both Harbaugh's, who I think have been good head coaches. But we, you just don't know with those guys. And anybody who says they know, I, I'm skeptical yeah. of. It is Josh Kendall, guys from The Athletic. He's up at Falcons every day. Join us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. I like Ben Johnson, too, but, you know, I think the fan base is a little scared off because, you know, Arthur Arthur Smith, you know, kind of missed it. But we said, uh, Josh, he never lost that locker room, and the culture wasn't fractured. It just, you know, he didn't have a quarterback. And so what is the quarterback? I mean, by the way, what, do you think Belichick is leaning on, if, if, if just asking you to guess, leaning on going free agency for the QB? Yes, I would think so. Uh, I would think so only because um, – you know, based on the timetable that Bill Belichick is on at this point in his career and at this point in his place in NFL history, based on the timetable that the Atlanta Falcons believe that they're on, when you hear Rich McKay say they expect to compete at the highest level in 2024, when you hear Rich McKay and Arthur Blank say, we feel really good about our roster outside of the quarterback position, that all feels like a veteran quarterback is a better option than a, you know, a draft, a rookie draft pick, especially when you're not getting the first or the second of the choices among the rookie draft picks, unless you trade up to one and two. And I think that's going to be prohibitively expensive. So, you know, you're talking, you want to talk about rolling the dice on a young coordinator like Bobby Slowick, who we have no idea if he can handle all the head coaching responsibilities. Frankly, you're, you know, in, in a lot of ways, you're rolling the dice on rookie quarterbacks too. You know, do you you, know, you get a seven in C.J. Stroud or do you crap out and get a Bryce Young? Mm. And maybe that's not fair to Bryce Young because he was in a, you know, situations matter where you, where you put these guys matters. But, the, you know, 
it's more more often than not you have growing pains with a rookie quarterback. Josh Kendall, our guest, guys, uh, from a roster standpoint, um, you know, you look at the guys that we have. We've been talking about how attractive this job is from coaches on the outside looking in and going, oh, okay, you know, I, I, I could work with that. I could fix the quarterback thing, but then, you know, you look at the personnel. And, you know, we're looking at the all-rookie team. Obviously, Bijan, you know, um, gets a mention, but, but Matt Bergeron, they got that right, didn't they, Josh? I think so. I mean, I think he had some growing pains. I think that, um, especially early in the year, but you would expect that. I think that that I think that this draft class um, overall was was really good. I think Zach Harris is going to be a good player. I think Demarco Hellams is going to be a good player. Hmm. I think Clark Phillips showed some signs. Right. You know, you, you there were moments in the back end of the season where you thought where you saw why he slipped to the fourth round because of his height. I mean, it, it was it was an issue on several big throws for this team. That's that that's just fact but they like everything about his makeup they like everything about his technique his competitiveness etc i think he can develop into a good player so i think this was i think this was you know javon gwen the last you know the last of the picks was on the 53-man roster most of the season so this is a good draft class right and josh you know we were going round and round after that to press conference when they announced arthur's you know termination about you know fontenot's role and you know the, the perception and we didn't really get clarification about was it arthur smith driving the bus on some of those first round offensive picks do you think that was the case yeah, I think that it was. Uh, I, I think that they, you know, pitched it and considered it a collaborative effort. But I think Arthur Smith was the loudest voice in the room um, when it came to the final decisions on football roster and and personnel. So um, now, you know, how that set up, how how it will be set up in 2024, I think is entirely dependent upon who the head coach is. If the head coach is Bill Belichick, I would think that Terry Fontenot's role will be very limited. If the head coach is Bobby Slowick, then that allows Terry Fontenot to, you know, to have some more room in that conversation. All right, Josh, uh, which way are you leaning? By the way, Raheem Morris, yeah. second interview, fits, checks all the boxes. He's been a head coach. He's been a coordinator. He went somewhere else, won a ring. They're familiar with him. Well, what kind of shot are you giving Raheem Morris? Good shot. I think somebody's going to hire him. I think um, he's got a lot of you know a lot of the people who have worked with him since his since his head coaching time and since his time in Atlanta, his brief interim head coaching time in Atlanta, have really good things to say about him. I definitely think he'll he'll get hired in this cycle, or I'm pretty confident he'll get hired in this cycle. I don't know if it'll be in Atlanta. I mean, if you gave me Belichick of the field, I'm still just barely taking Belichick. Yeah. But um, I still you know it's I don't know if it's a wide open search, but you know I, I think that. It's you know it's relatively open. <laughs> uh, is Rich McKay in making making the power play? We spent hours on this yesterday. Rich McKay's role. Rich came on our show and said, "Look, guys, I just I'm just in the background. I don't really is he being modest or is he still the power behind Arthur?" Um, I don't know if he's the power behind Arthur. I think that he certainly has a strong voice with Arthur Blank. Arthur Blank values Rich McKay, values continuity within his organization. Um, you know, that being said, I don't think that Rich McKay's role, um, I've seen it cast as Bill Belichick and, Arthur, you know, this town ain't big enough for Rich McKay and Bill Belichick. I'm not sure I buy that to a certain degree. I think that I, I think that it's possible for Rich McKay to maintain a role in the organization with Bill Belichick as the head coach. It would just be a very diminished role. You know, I could see a situation where Rich and Arthur get up there on either side of Bill Belichick and say, you know, this is going to be a collaborative effort, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
and then Bill just doesn't answer Rich McKay's calls, and that's just the reality of the situation. But I'm not sure. You know, I'm, I, 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 I'm, I'll push back a little bit against mm-hmm. the idea that Arthur Blank has to fire Rich McKay to bring in Bill Belichick. Okay. Hmm. All right. Great stuff, Josh. Uh, we're trying to figure it all out, mm. and uh, as we've been telling our listeners, be patient. Oh yeah, I just I apologize. I just thought of it. Just one last nugget before we cut you loose. Uh, Vrabel. I mean, Vrabel's been kind of lost. You know, a distant third. What about Vrabel's shot? I think that they'll. I think that you know we'll pretty soon be hearing that his, he had an interview completed with Atlanta. I would be surprised um, if that came to fruition. I'm a little surprised that that the two sides are talking. Yeah. Um, but I. But I would be. I, you know, they've the Falcons have said they're going to talk to you know, they're going to do their due diligence, and you got to give them credit; they have done that. So I, I think they talk with him um, later today, but I'm not sure that that goes beyond that. Yeah, I, I feel you. Uh, and again, there's a connection there to Arthur Smith. If you don't think that Arthur's going to tell him how he felt about what was done here, and maybe Vrabel feels some kind of we don't know. But yeah, I, I kind of agree with you on that. Even though I think he's a great candidate. Hey, man, appreciate you as always, Josh. Great job. Read him in the Athletic, guys. We'll talk soon. Thanks, guys. All right, Josh Kendall, guys. As we talk about this coaching search, we're gonna let you hear Arthur Blank talk about the timetable when we come back on Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest five G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Game. It is Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. No patience. No, we were talking about uh, Mike Vrabel being interviewed. Um... And Josh Kendall said, yes, he thinks that they're going to. That's going to happen. But what comes out of it, Mike? Yeah, and uh, Tom Pelissero reporting now uh, from NFL Network that uh, he is at the Falcons facility as we speak is Mike Vrabel. So I know he's kind of been on the back burner, I guess, you know, sort of stream of consciousness as far as the arguments about who we may bring in. I like Vrabel. I, I know that some guys would say, you know, Arthur Smith came from Tennessee and that brand, from their mind, probably be a little bit eh. But uh, I'd be just curious to see what he would do. Again, if you're bringing a guy like Vrabel, what would the offensive mindset be? And I think we just got a taste of Tennessee football for the last three years. A lot of guys might say they don't want that. Yeah. I Now, I, again, we I, didn't I, have a quarterback for two of those three years. No, but I, I also just think that everywhere you go is philosophy-wise, that's your philosophy. How you do things is how you do things. But the team and how the team plays, and uh, here's the deal. What do you want? You want a tough team? You want a team that gets after it? That's it. Like, like, what do you want? And I think he brings all of those things. The personnel is going to be different. He, well, we don't have Derrick Henry here. 
Okay? Right. But we do have B. John Robinson. And Tyler Algier. There, there's there's yeah. different elements here. So, But um, I like Vrabel a lot, too, man. I think he's proven himself. And, you know, the, the, the Titans, that was a situation that was untenable because of power again. And mm. the general manager won that. But that's fine. I think Vrabel's a good candidate. And, you know, Josh was talking about maybe the, the NFL game has moved on for Jahar. But I, I would beg to differ a little bit because, I mean, look at the, uh, look at the defense they employed at Michigan. And that's what they're using at the Ravens. And that's certainly up to speed with today's schematics right in the league. And I also think that his brand of football is power football, play action, and, and setting your quarter up for, quarterback up for success, which what's, is what Arthur tried to do here. Yeah, but what's happening in the NFL right now is the college game is leading the way. Correct. Okay. So everything that you're seeing in college, and this is why these guys, that when they get to the NFL, all right, C.J. Stroud, when you get here, a lot of the stuff that you're seeing or you're doing, you already have been doing. College football is leading the way when it comes to schematics and how to attack. That RPO thing, that wasn't in the NFL. That was college. And then it came to the NFL. Right. So that's the thing. I don't think he's behind the eight ball. Mike. I, I agree that's with I mean, I'm no disrespect to Josh. I, I beg to differ with you on that one. You know, again, a lot of guys are starting to warm up to the idea of uh, Slowick coming over from the uh, Texans because, you know, I get it. We, we got burned with Arthur Smith, but I think you just got to reset. I mean, you can't get obsessed with that because you're seeing, guys, so many young coaches right now in the NFL. You know, guys that have been there four or five years are like the are like the third and fourth most tenured coaches in the league. So I know that the, the, the move back in the day was after Sean McVay to find somebody just like Sean McVay, and some of that worked and some of that didn't. But certainly what you've seen Zach Taylor build in Cincinnati, and now one of his assistants gets the job in Tennessee. We've already talked about Mike McDaniel. Slow like McDaniel coming off of Shanahan's you know, way of doing things is not the worst way to do things. Look, I can't quit you, Shanahan. How <laughs> would my roller would slow it? 404-726-0929. We'll continue to, catch, uh, continue to discuss the coaching situations as we speak. By the way, it's Wednesday in the NFL. It's championship week, which means the coaches speak. We're looking at Kyle Shanahan right now. Discuss the Lions coming out there. Uh, we just saw Dan Campbell talk about you know his team and the preparation. But this is that time, man. And and it's funny. Mike mentions the Shanahan, and we look up, uh, and there he is yeah. talking about uh, this upcoming AFC or NFC Championship game. Mm. All right, we're going to talk more in the Blitz. Uh, Bills GM Brandon Bean says that uh, he still sees Stephon Diggs as a number one. A lot of people questioning what that relationship is going to be. Mm. Also, the Eagles have interviewed somebody we've talked about for their OC job. We'll get you caught up on all of that as we move along. Big O behind the glass. He's also our executive producer today. Let's hit some headlines. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. All right, guys. Headlines brought to you by our friends at ATL Live Well. Don't just live, live well. The search continues. What about the timeline? This is what Arthur Blank said in that presser just about 10, 15, well, it's been about 12 days, I guess, uh, ago. When we were sitting there and hearing him talk about when is this going to get done? There is no timetable. The only timetable is to do this correctly, uh, take our time, be thoughtful, uh, do all the interviews, uh, be respectful, make sure we have a full, diverse uh, slate of candidates that we're considering uh, in every way, um, and uh, give each and every one of them an opportunity to express their vision for our football team, for our franchise, uh, for the roster, and uh, where we are and where we expect to go. Um, and um, we'll take as much time as we need to do that and do it correctly. Okay. okay. And, and that's what they're doing. And I know that, uh, guys, you've seen other guys getting hired. Gerard Mayo was kind of penciled in as it was with a contract in, in uh, New England. So now there's five. Then there were five. <laughs> so they got the commanders, 
You know, we got Carolina. As we said, Tepper may scare some guys off. Still got Seattle in the mix, right? So there's 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 a couple other teams that are out there, and I think Chargers. You know, maybe they're overplaying. Maybe they're maybe they're screwing things up with Harbaugh. You know, you don't know. Harbaugh, yeah, he's he's a mercurial personality. Did uh, did they rub him the wrong way? Is, is, is his intention strictly to use us for leverage? Can we? And again, I'm not guys. I'm not saying we don't have a shot. If we come correct, we can have anybody in this in this search. But I love the idea of Harbaugh, man. I just, you know what? I, you know why I really want Harbaugh? Because so many people don't want Harbaugh, Carl. And that's such an old school, locked in. Oh, we can't do that mentality, which I don't understand permeates so much of our sports fans in this town. Let's do it. I'm with you. It's it's completely opposite of what most people want or right. they desire. I don't necessarily want traditional. I just told you, I just want new energy. I just want something that I feel like, hey, is going to not only help develop guys and grow this team. But just a new attitude. Like, uh, he's so different that that's one reason that I, I'm with you. I'd love to see this happen, but I don't know if it will. We mentioned Harbaugh again, scheduled for an interview today, and that apparently is going to happen tomorrow if, in fact, it happens at all. I mean, we, we love Smitty, great guy, very low-key. Dan Quinn, you know, Sergeant Slogan, you know, Arthur Middleman, more cerebral. But, I mean, Jim Harbaugh is so completely different than anything we've had in this building since Jim Mora. And I know that Jim Mora ran hot. And sometimes his mouth got him in trouble. We all know what that's like. But, yeah, th- this would be such a – I mean, for – and I know guys are like, well, you just want a fun interview. Well, yeah, we'd love a fun interview, but I want to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's I mean, come on, that. guys. It's bigger than we'll that. We'll take Belichick if, – if, see, there's no money-back guarantee that Belichick comes without all the baggage of the assistants now whose brand is taking a shot. And then the idea you guys just feel Kirk Cousins gets plugged in. I love the fact Kirk Cousins is on record saying he'd like to play for Belichick. Maybe that could work. Time will tell. Yeah. You think we had any choice in Dan Quinn in a fun interview? Do you guys? We didn't. You think we had any choice when they hired Arthur Smith and we went, well, but it's not a fun interview. We didn't have any choice in that. It's bigger than that. This show kicks ass regardless. Right. Okay. But I think so. Guys just take everything. It's literally so literal. Pardon my pun. Yeah. Pun, or double whatever. I, whatever I just, that was. I, but, but it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's bigger than us. We're going to do our jobs and right. do what we need to do. But yes, it is about winning. Right. You know what I want to do? I want to go to Flyer Branch when we're 13 and three. Correct. Okay. And the offense and everybody that you saw in the playoffs that you're, how many guys you watched the TV this weekend? Like, damn, I wish we had that. Yes. Damn, I wish we could do that. Well, we got enough guys to do that. We just got to find the quarterback, which some would say is famous last words because there's a lot of teams out there looking for that quarterback. Yeah, man. Uh, it's our headline segment, guys. By the way, this hour is brought to you by the Man Cave Store for family, friends, and fun. Visit mancavestore.com. NFL Blitz is on the way. Tyler Sullivan from CBS Sports is going to help us break down these playoff games, what to expect. Is there an advantage just because the number one seeds are hosting? Obviously, San Francisco and uh, the Ravens, I don't necessarily know if there's an advantage when you're taking on Patrick Mahomes. I, I don't know. But we're, we're going to talk about it with Tyler Sullivan. Hawks and Warriors tonight, Mike, on the road, pregame 930, tips at 10 here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Um, I think this is going to be a weird game. Only because the Warriors haven't played. Their assistant coach passed away suddenly. Yeah. And they're still dealing with that. That's been a real shock. It's, it's going to be a system. weird yeah. game. I don't know what that means as far as like, I'm not telling you it's going to be a blowout, but I just think it's always weird when you come back from something like that. But Dejan Milojevic, they've got the uh, patch on the jersey, a heart with DM. They're going to have that uh, on the jersey moving forward for the rest of the season. So, yeah, I, I don't know. We're on a West Coast swing. We hope that we can get things rolling. Remember, guys, the trade deadline is like coming. It's like it's 15 days away. Uh, and by the way, sidebar, I was telling you off the air, I spent some time today. Boy, was my head spinning. I went and I looked up all the NBA stuff about contracts and tried to figure out about the exception we have for John Collins okay. and how that applies to the luxury tax. What'd you get? 
I felt like I was in calculus class. <laughs> I was, I was, I still don't understand it. I literally don't. That's why I was saying we got to call Ryan McDonough, some former GM, and try to get someone to explain it to us. Uh, it is, it is tricky because it's like, okay, when can we spend it, and can we spend the whole thing? Do you have to? Like, it's weird. I Numbers agree have you. to match. Well, yeah. you know, less than what you put out has got to come in. So, again, it's it's nothing like you think the NFL is convoluted. Take a look at the NBA. Speaking of the NBA, Doc Rivers is back, Mike. He has agreed to a deal to coach the Bucks after mm-hmm. they fire Adrian Griffin. So, remember, he was a 76ers coach, three consecutive trips to the Eastern Conference semifinals. We beat them when Doc was there, but he did win a chip with the Celtics and the big right. three uh, that he had there. Listen, nobody's uh, debating Doc, Doc Rivers' experience, but the Bucks are in win-now mode. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I thought Doc was dealt some wacky hand uh, with the Clippers. You know, that that's a lot of, a lot of wackadoodles on that team, as it is. But it has been 15 years, you know, since the big three in Beantown got it done. Anything is possible! Doc's going to be out there. Let's go! What up, KG? Yeah, and now it, you and I were talking about this off the air. I know that Coach Bud, he's he's a tough, maybe he's a tough guy to work with. Bud is a better coach than Doc. Yes, he is. He, he's be- better in the half court, better defensively. Uh, I know they, they miss Drew Holiday, but still, you, if you talk about an interim head coach who gets got in less than half a season, and now you've actually taken a downgrade from what you had with uh, with, with Budenholzer, just won you a title two years ago. Well, you were talking about this yesterday, just real quick. This is kind of the background that I got last night with, with, mm. with the Bucks. So, apparently, and again, this is all secondary, right. but Adrian Griffin was not a guy that got along with everybody. And you talk about the stars. His assistant coaches, Mike, were the issue. Oh, He was battling with guys and their roles and what he thought they should be doing. And Terry Stotts, who was the coach of Dame Lillard for like the first oh. eight years of his career, took a job there as the first assistant. He quit before the season started. Whoa. And there were a lot of people who said, hey, Adrian's not getting along with his assistant coaches. It was bigger than the players. And then you had this riff with the front office who was like, hey, we want to bring in guys to help you because we're championship ready. We're giving you this opportunity. He wasn't receptive. So you can't be that guy when you've not accomplished anything. And look, the NBA, you guys, we talk about like letting your program sink. And no, the NBA... You got to go. They brought Dame Lillard. They made money moves to win right now. They're, what, three and a half behind the Celtics? So it's a ballsy move because the dude had a 70% winning percentage. He was winning. He gets got. But you know what? I mean, I think more than anything, Mike, he wanted it his way. He wanted to do it. And they were like, hey, but you need this guy. You you need this to come in. What's up, O? To that credit, what you're saying right now, you know who one of those people that they brought in to kind of help him or talk to him and kind of get him going on his way? Was Doc Rivers? <laughs> Doc was actually one of the guys that came in at one point and tried to, okay. you know, try to help him coach this team and get this team going in the right now direction. Now I can show you how happen. to do it. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna do it. So. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I'm gonna take your team over. But I, that- I said to Carl yesterday. First thing I thought it was Dave Blatt. We joked around about oh. the Cavs like that. Ill, that it's just that was boy. That was strange bedfellows. What happened on that play? The I squashed it. So yeah, uh, th- this poor guy. You shot in the NBA and you're gone before the All Star break. It's crazy. What was it 43 games? Whatever right. it is. Wow. All right, guys. NFL Blitz is on the way. We'll tell you the latest, including the Raiders have a new general manager. And uh, is Stephon Diggs gonna not be in Buffalo? We'll give you the latest coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.